Hey, it's Nano from a Different Shade Podcast, of course, along with my co-host, my dog, because that's how it is over here. How's everybody doing? Uh, I know it's been a minute uh, since I dropped an episode and whatnot, uh, but I'm here. I'm here. So we're back in business. Uh, I basically was just under the weather. So, yeah, I just didn't want to try to do a podcast and talk while I while I basically couldn't breathe. So that's the reason as to why it's been a minute since um since i actually you know did this so but it's okay though it's okay though um so yeah i'm i'm just glad to be recording again uh it's like i said this is just something i like to do so but i hope uh i hope all i don't know if you heard that like i was i just wheezed like i just wheezed that's how bad like i felt like over the weekend over the weekend it was i felt like shit bro like i felt like death like my nose I, so I don't really have anxiety, right? Like I don't, I don't really suffer from anxiety by any means. But when I tell y'all, I really did feel like I was going to die. Like I was just like I was almost fearful of it, uh, of going to sleep, and then my nose just suffocates myself, like my whole body, like nothing goes in, and then for some reason I just can't breathe in the middle of the night. I forget how to do it, and then I just die. Like that's the type of <laughs> that's the type of fear that I had. So, it was not necessarily um, a fun weekend for me at all. It really wasn't, yo. It, it really was not. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm just glad to be here and uh, just just talk. Uh, there's a lot of things that's happened since I uh, haven't been um, recording. Um, and breaking news right now, uh, as of 7.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, just came across my phone. The U.S. will ban Russian aircraft from its airspace, joining a number of countries who have made the same move. Now, I, um, I know I didn't really like do the regular intro and all that, but we'll get to that, man. We'll get to that. Um, I know it's tough to talk about the the fact that there's a war going on, like a legitimate war. It's basically almost a start off of World War Three, right? It is a sensitive topic due to the fact that a lot of people have different opinions on whether or not we should interject or uh, we should ignore this um i've always lived by a certain uh i guess code or a moral or a certain moral and that moral is just whenever somebody's needing to be helped right whenever there's somebody that's legitimately in need you go help, even if it's not really your business, right? Now, America in general pokes its nose in business that it doesn't need to poke its nose into because we're just that type of country. We're just a nosy ass country. We're like, we're like the abuela on the block. Like, we're like the abuela on the block. I can't talk today. So that's how long it's been since I've been doing this. Um, <clears throat> like, America is the abuela on the block, okay? America is the one that is just hanging outside of this nice condo, nice window, and just watching everything that's occurring. And then they throw their opinion out there like anybody gives a flying fuck. But in this situation, being that Russia has invaded Ukraine, um, my prayers really do go out to the families in Ukraine. I I just want to say all the things I've been seeing... um, Obviously, it's heartbreaking to see 
because a lot of these people that are fighting for their country over there they're first of all they're showing what real patriotism is about um a lot of the patriotism in or and patriotic acts that happen in america it's nothing compared to what ukraine's been able to do ukraine really like ukrainian citizens have shown me that they are they are literally willing to lay their life down even as a regular civilian or citizen they're willing to do that to ensure their country can continue living in prosperity and their children's children will be able to live a very good life a safe life unfortunately we have you know if for, unfortunately the world doesn't work in a way where everybody can really coexist so with that going on I don't think we can't I don't think we can ignore it I really don't I don't think we can ignore what's happening because once you allow it to ha- it's like it's like bullying right if you see a bully and they're doing something and they're bullying a, a, a you know a smaller person or just somebody that just you know they're not for confrontation but they're being bullied if you watch that happen that bully is going to feel like it can get away with that with anyone else so what you do to a bully is you step right to that bully and let him know that this is never happening again you're not picking up anybody ever you're not going to exert your insecurities and your ego and your, and your and your fake power over anybody that feels as though that they don't want to be confrontational and they want to remain peaceful in the process. That's what this situation is, I feel as though. That at some point, we will interject. I don't hope for... I don't hope for, like, you know, military to be sent overseas. Most of y'all just got back. I live right near a base. Um... And a lot of them got to go back overseas and leave their families. A lot of them were planning to raise a family for a few years to get ready for another deployment, but they didn't expect to go out this quickly. So, unfortunately, that's that's pretty much what's occurring at this time, right? Um, it's tough to, to see this go through, and it's tougher to even see the fact that you can watch this in real time on social media. You can watch a war on social media bro that's insane like my mind it's i can't fathom that right i can't fathom being able to just go on my phone and watch a war man like people are legit scared in this country you know and and i mean in this country like america because we're in unforeseen territory right and I didn't want to start off this podcast to be sad or um, to to cause a, a panic. I just want to be real about it. I want to be realistic about it. Like, this is a situation that everybody does need to take somewhat seriously. Obviously, joking is a great me- mechanism to cope through things. I mean, obviously, I'm going to do the same thing. But, you know, there are times that you have to kind of sit down and really have a critical thought about this. Um. But I really hope that everybody, I really hope that everything just, just, just works out, man. Because just war is senseless, you know. Um, as much as sometimes it, 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 it's just unavoidable. Uh, see, can't talk today, guys. As much as it is unavoidable, 
it sometimes has to be just rectified really quickly so that we can avoid bloodshed. Simple as that. Um, but yeah, uh, so prayers and thoughts and prayers to everyone in Ukraine, um, to everybody that's being deployed over there, uh, all the men and women, uh, and just, you know, I hope you guys remain safe. I hope you guys come back and, you know, mentally in one piece, you know, um, I'm, I've never stepped out in the field. I'm not one of you guys. Uh, I can, I will never know what that's like, but I will say this as I guess kind of um, maybe not words of wisdom, but I guess just kind of a th- you know just kind of a, th- a thought that I, that maybe some of you want to keep. You know your fi- your your body, your physical self may be able to still come back, but please take care of your mental because I know it's not easy. There's no way it can be easy. You're seeing things that a lot of people will never see. You're seeing things that it almost feels like it's impossible. Like you never knew that this could be a thing. Um, so, you know, unfortunately that's just kind of that's just kind of the way it is right now. Um, where we have to worry about how they're going to feel when they come back. So hopefully they don't end up having that issue. Um, all of the men and women that are out there, I, I hope you guys come back really all in one piece. I know it's I know it's gonna be tough. I know it's gonna be tough, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just wanted to kind of get that out the way. Uh, it's it's just hard to talk about it, man. Like there's not a really there's not a structured way I can really talk about that situation. So, um, but moving on um, to I guess more positive news. All right, we're gonna switch gears real quick, and this is what's gonna happen. Uh, we're gonna get into battle rap right now. Okay, so all of my hip hop heads, all of my battle rap heads, please join me for this right here. Okay, I there's only two battles I want to talk about. It happened last week. Um, uh, well, last weekend, the the most recent weekend, uh, Saturday. It's all, it was on caffeine. Um, make sure you go on caffeine. It's every set. It's dang near every Saturday, or, or I believe every Saturday, every other Saturday, that you can watch a battle for free live on caffeine. No, this is not an advertisement. They are not paying me. I am just a battle rap guy. Okay, I've done interviews. I've done. I've talked to battlers. I've gone to the events. I've battled my damn self. Like this is just some. This is just something that I love to talk about. Um, but it's not a main. It's not a main part of this show anyway. This podcast. So, um, but yeah. So T Top, aka Top Busy the Bear. Okay, went ahead and battled Sharon from Canada. All right, shout out to Sharon. Uh, he's also a Wild and Out. You can catch him a Wild and Out as well. And uh, another battle was Easy, the Block Captain, where you can find him on the newest Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, you can you can catch his role on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and man, he is killing that role. Uh, I I can't wait to see more of Easy on the big screen. Okay, uh, and he went against Averb. From St. Louis, by the way, easy to block captains from Philly. I, you know, fit, go figure, right? Um, but Aver from St. Louis, shout out to St. Louis. All right, the Arch and all, shout out to the Cardinals, and you know, Ver gonna be on this card and all. That's a bar. <laughs> so um, let's talk about T Top versus Sharon first. Uh, a couple of the battles, uh, two battles got canceled or well rescheduled. It was supposed to be Charlie Clips versus Lou Castro. 
and um, Kid Slade versus Real Name Brandon, I believe. So, uh, God, I had to take a swig there. My bad, y'all. Um, I'm drinking apple juice, by the way, because I'm a grown, I'm a grown man. All right. Uh, but those two battles got rescheduled for this upcoming Saturday at uh, on another card that's actually going to be stacked. So that's dope. But let's talk about this T-Top versus Sharon. Personally, I had T-Top winning 2-1 uh, against Sharon. Sharon was... Sharon started off pretty slow to me. Uh, he had some good lines here and there. Uh, that softened the blow line that he had in the third, I believe. I feel like it was the third round that he had. That was a crazy line. Like, if you know what T-Top's content is, the way that Sharon set up, set up these Coke bars, right... That softened the blow bar was super crazy, bro. Super crazy. Um, T Top just it just did what he did. He he did angles. He did uh, uh you know personal, but not really so personal. Like to the point where where it, it just felt like you were just writing to just not really be creative, but just to be disrespectful. Um, only person that could really even get away with that is Arsenal, because he's just a master at that. So, but T-Top did his damn thing. He beat Sharon to meet uh, um, 2-1, clearly. Uh, I don't think there was a debatable battle, but Sharon did not have a bad showing. It just, when you when you match up the the verses side-by-side, T-Top definitely had more substance within his bars than Sharon did. I feel like Sharon still did well enough. He's going to come back on URL. I, like, that's just a fact because, um, you know, just caffeine is so much exposure. Because it's a free app and everybody in the world can watch it at any time. Like, you know, just like how YouTube is, you know, it's so accessible. You're going to get that exposure. So, but he's definitely going to come back on another card and I feel like he's going to do his damn thing. There's a couple of battlers I want him to go against. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see. Um, easy to block Captain versus Averb. Easy. So I had to watch this twice because the first, uh, the live stream was choppy and they replayed it back. So that was dope. So because they replayed it back, I still had easy to block Captain 3-0. And it's crazy because not like because like Verb was rapping. Like he was doing like he was saying a lot of good shit. Like that like his first, like I think one of his opening lines was uh something along the lines of uh um like it basically uh, well the end of the end of the line was I walk into y'all trap trap houses and pet y'all pit bulls and to me that's just a gangster ass <laughs> like if you just walk into somebody's trap house and and you see a pit bull right in the front and it's just looking at you and you just go and pet it bruh hey you 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 welcome in the trap now you welcome in the trap but easy to block captain's different bro the talk is different um gun titles what up um uh, yeah easy to block captain man is special He's special in the fact that every single battle I have seen him in, he literally has this. He has a passion for battle rap that I don't see in a lot of battlers, because every battle that he takes, he takes it, he takes it, you know, to 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 a new level. He's he's maximum with it. He doesn't sugarcoat shit. He doesn't act like you're you're, you know, that you're not worthy of his best material. Um, you know, he's not doing that. He's literally rapping 
and battling all of these guys that are top tier vets. His resume looks crazy. His delivery is insane for every performance that he's had. Um, it's he doesn't choke. He's he's the fastest rising star right now uh, in battle rap. Period. Point blank. So you know, aside from Geechee's run, which is still consistently going, he's gonna uh, actually battle uh, Jazz the ba- uh, Jazz the battle rap Jazz the rapper. He's actually gonna battle Jazz the rapper very soon too. Uh, I'm predicting that to be a body um, in favor of Geechee Gotti. So, well, the battle rap culture is definitely in a, in a tizzy right now uh, with Midnight Madness, where basically uh, there is a champion. I believe currently right now is Lou Castro, and he will be defending his belt at some point. And I really love this idea of Midnight Madness. I feel like the battlers do need to take it kind of into their own hands. And just put on these type of performance. I like, I like when people are betting money. I like when people are putting something on the line when they battle. Like There has to be something that you really gain from it. Because do you really gain like automatically if you win? Nah, I mean, there's a lot of battles I could say that somebody went in and caught a, you know, got, a, got a body. And everybody loved it, but didn't do nothing for them. You know, if you have a great win, sometimes it doesn't do nothing for you. It's about the timing and who, you know, those situations. So, but, um, yeah, so that's that's what happened on Saturday as far as uh, uh, battle rap, uh, you know, battle rap wise. Um, I don't think I have anything as far as music this, this week. I don't think, uh, I didn't check to see if anything really dropped. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me check to see if something did drop. Just, just give me one second. Let's see. One second. One second. <clears throat> Avril Lavigne? F- girl, where did you just... What? Wait. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we're transitioning to music, my guys. Um, guys and gals. We're transitioning to music right now. Um, what? Avril Lavigne dropped something? Say say less. Say less. Uh, he's got... Uh, she's got... Machine Gun Kelly on there. I kind of figured that that would end up being a being a thing. He's got uh, she's got Black Bear on there. Uh, I feel like every single white girl that drives a Honda Civic loves Black Bear. Uh, don't ask me why. I thought it was uh, I specifically said a Honda Civic. Okay, but um, yeah, the album is called Love Sucks. I'm not sure where. <laughs> Yo, did has she dropped anything since 2002? Did she? No, no, she she hasn't dropped anything since then. Wow. Okay. Wow. So this is her first project since um since two thousand and two with Let Go. That was her LP. That was uh, I do remember actually listening uh, to that album when I was a kid. Um, Wow, that's crazy. What I wonder what made her come back. Is it like a label situation? I would like to know. Um, Earth Game dropped something. I definitely gotta check that out. Oh my lord, there's no way that this. And by the way, I love the what y'all are doing um, with your uh, with your album covers and EP covers on Apple Music with the whole live um, look. You know, it just it just looks dope as hell. Um, let's see, Earth Gang. They got 17 tracks on here. Um, and I'm just, it's, it's, it's lit. It's lit. They got, uh, oh shit. They got, they got JID on there and J Cole. They got music soul child. Shout out to music soul child. Y'all remember this on a uh, uh, buddy. That's my shit. That that's my shit. Um, 
let's see. Baby Tate uh, is featuring on there. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Lene Vinay? Is it Lene Vinay? Um, they also got CeeLo Green and Nick Cannon. Huh. Okay. Uh, Ari Lennox is on here. Shout out to her. Love her. Nick Cannon, huh? Okay. That's, that's, uh, yeah, all right. Um, but that's dope. That's dope. As a matter of fact, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see what else is going on with music. Kodak Black obviously dropped something. It was back for everything. Uh, I've, I actually need to listen to that because it was supposed to, it's preloaded on my phone. So I'll, I'll check that out. He has, I think, 18 tracks on here. Yeah, 19 tracks on here. So that's dope. That's dope. So I'm definitely going to have to check those out. So the new music uh, for the week, guys, uh, and it's shocking the hell out of me. It made no sense. Earth Gang, Avril Lavigne, definitely the biggest surprise. Uh, and uh, Kodak Black, those are the three uh, albums that, and obviously Conway the Machine with Guy Don't Make Mistakes, but I, I've listened to that, and you know he's always dope. So, but the three albums that I'm, I think everybody need to go listen to right now is Avril Lavigne's Love Sucks, um, Earth Gains Ghetto Gods, and Back for Everything Kodak Black. Uh, so definitely go try, uh, go try those out. Put them on, whether you're working out fucking i don't know well i mean fucking is a workout so i'm not too sure why why people wouldn't think that that was but that's dope that's dope um let's see let's see let's see uh, let's see what's going on oh yeah so we have a lot of things to talk about when it comes to, uh, <sighs> um, the NBA is weird and New York is weird. So the mask mandate will be lifted tomorrow. Um, today that I'm recording this is March. It's March 1st. Um, tomorrow, March 2nd, New York state mask mandate will be lifted. I believe only certain places will have to like have to wear masks. Um, but I, I mean, I don't really care because it never really affected me. I never, it was never a bother to me. But the kids don't have to wear a mask anymore, and that's dope. Um, you know, obviously, you want to be able to see their smiling faces and such. Uh, I will be wearing my mask regardless. I work with kids; uh, they sneeze in my face, so gotta have a shield somehow, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, that's that's great. The uh, COVID cases, I guess, are like up and down or whatever. At this point, I can't really say where we're at with it. Um, I know hospitals are still having issues. But other than that, I mean, I don't really know what's going on with this whole COVID situation. They're just not really specifying. So, you know, and I'm not a fucking doctor. Um, let's see. But yeah, uh, that's 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 cool. I mean, but oh, what was I even going with that? Where was I going with that? Oh, that's right. Um, so Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, right, has has um has stayed on the stance of not getting vaccinated, which is cool. Whatever, I don't really care about that. Um, the the fact that the NBA instituted the rule that uh, an away team can come and play in Brooklyn. And they don't have to be vaccinated, right? If they're, you know, 
Why the hell is that? That doesn't make sense. Kyrie Irving should be able to play in Brooklyn without having to get vaccinated when you have people that aren't vaccinated coming to the arena to play against him. And he can't even play at home. I almost feel like if you were unvaccinated, that away games would be more of an issue. And even that doesn't make any sense. It's ri- like it's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. So Kyrie Irving should be able to play ball, but he cannot until this vaccine mandate is lifted. All right. And and I know I know I know New York is not going to do that. I know they're just not. I know New York City is not going to do that. So. And until then, you kind of got to go 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 along with this, right? So Kyrie Irving is only able to play away games. The playoffs are around the corner, in, in all honesty, because I believe they start in June. I just want everybody to understand this. If he is not vaccinated, right, by the time the playoffs come around, and he's not there for all the away games, I mean all the home games that he can uh, um, uh, play, what the hell? Like, what's the point? He's gonna be a—he's a part-time player in the playoffs, and that's not where you need—that's not where you can be a part-time. You have to be all in. Now, I understand they did—they made the trade for James Harden and ben, uh, James Harden and Ben Simmons, and uh, they also got Seth Curry uh, involved in that too. So they so Brooklyn has Seth Curry um, and Ben Simmons in, in that trade package. They got rid of James Harden. James Harden is now in Philly, which, by the way, James Harden and Embiid are a crazy duo right now. So, with that being the case, the East is very, it's a very tight-knit race. My Miami Heat's in first place, I believe. The Bulls, I believe, are in second. And then, you know, it's like Philly and I think Brooklyn's like a sixth seed. They need to just get it together. Um, all, actually, I think they're like a they're like an eighth seed or they're fighting for an eighth seed spot, which is crazy because KD, but KD's been out. So, you know, that happens. Uh, once Kevin Durant's out, you know it's, it's it's just tougher. You can't not be with you can't be without the best pl- one of the best players in the world. It's argue it's arguable if he's the best player in the world, but I believe he is the best player in the world. So, but with with that being said, the Brooklyn Nets need to find a way to be able to make this work. Seth, I hope Seth Curry is able to 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 just get the minutes that he deserves um, and really have an impact. I hope that Patty Mills. Shout out to Patty Mills, man. He is one of the more underrated point guards in the league he's always like just consistent and he's just good he's just a good basketball player he's solid to have on your team uh i don't even he doesn't even come with locker room issues like he's just an overall consummate professional shout out to patty mills and i believe he's australian which is even more badass and if you're not australian patty mills i apologize okay i just don't know what ethnicity you are ethnicity race no race i don't i'm just listen i'm all over the place okay don't 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 judge me. All right. Um, I want to talk about something that is um pretty. What's the word I'm looking for? I guess sensitive. Maybe. Um. It's. I need to know. I need to know something. I need to know something. Okay, um, what is the standard for a <laughs> for a for a price on a date? Now, see, I say this is a sensitive topic 
because a lot of people feel as though that you know being you know having money spent on them is like a love language quote unquote i'm a la- i'm here to tell y'all this no it ain't my pockets aren't a love language at all my pockets can't even speak that love language now that i think about it it's it's not fluent in that it's not the reason why i bring this up people okay is because i came across um let's see let's see let's see let's see let's see um I gotta find this. This is just too hilarious. So there's this like screenshot, um, or this or not screenshot, but I took a screenshot of this map, and this map had um the prices, like the average price of a date for each state. Okay. Now, mind you, I'm in New York, right? Now, because I'm in New York, okay. There are, there's a lot of places you can take some, take a girl out, right? You can take you can take a girl out to anywhere, you know, but it's gonna cost something, and everything's expensive in New York in general. So you're already fucked, right? If you're not if you're not above the middle class, okay? I'm like middle class, lower middle class, like it just sucks. <laughs> so so I am um, so I was looking at this right and. Oh, shit, I need to find it. 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 Um, see more, see more, see more, see more. Save, save. Where the hell is it, man? Watch. Uh, if I saved it, where the fuck is it? Uh, videos on watch. No, no. Saved. Profile. Uh, oh my goodness people i hate see this is the thing man here's the thing i really hate um when oh there it is shoot the navigation on, on facebook is terrible by the way so the here's the average price of dates it, it ranges from 50 to 250 dollars i just want to um talk real quick guys um a hundred so here's a here's some examples okay of certain states where it's just it's too high and no so new york the average price of a date in the in new york is 297 dollars and 27 cents new jersey is 259.60 um vermont which is literally the state that everybody forgets even exists is 153 dollars and 52 cents uh, basically, around the Northeast, it's hella expensive. Unless you're in Delaware, well, it's still expensive. To me, it is at least, right? Then you got your southern states: Florida, Georgia. Um, they're both around the 120 range. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, 80, 85 dollars to almost 90. Now, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk um, to the women out there that live that, that are from North Dakota, South Dakota, basically in the Midwest states. You know where I'm kind of fearful of because there's a lot of Mormons and uh, y'all family is a little bit closer than usual, right? But in the case that maybe one of you women aren't that close to your family, if you know what I'm saying, and if you're not like a Mormon and all that junk, right? And no, I don't mean junk as in like I think it's like a oh, terrible you know, way to live or anything like that. No, just, just, just shut up out there, people. 
but North Dakota, South Dakota, the average price of them is $42, $0.43 for North Dakota, $38.27. Do you know what that tells me? That I can bag every single girl there by strictly just ordering pizza. Because that's what it's going to come out to if I get delivered, if I get two large pizzas, right? It's going to come out to around 40 bucks. I would assume so. Two large pizzas with some extra toppings? Yeah, it could come out to like 40 bucks. I could totally get a North Dakota, South Dakota chick for 40 40 bucks. Now, <laughs> let's go out west. This is not okay. This is why California is getting a bad rep as of lately. There's just too many things that don't make sense. Why is it that California being so close to like ocean, right? Like that's almost like that's like a free ass date. I can just take you to the ocean. But no, the average price is $226.35. Hell no. New York is the most expensive, and it and it pisses me off. So all of you high maintenance ass, Hawaii is two hundred thirty nine dollars and ninety five cents, by the way, which makes no sense because the, like the date in a date in Hawaii. If you're from Hawaii, you're in Hawaii. That is the date. You're living there. Like what? You're living in Hawaii. That's your date. You know we're not going nowhere. I'm not buying nothing. Are you nuts? I'm already spending all this money. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, God. Um, shit. Um, yo, I... There, there is, there is certain things that I feel as though we, we ignore in conversation. And this is the convo that we're going to have today. Okay, fellas, I want you to pull your seat up. I want you to pull your seat up real quick. Okay. Um, you know what I'm really getting tired of, fellas? I'm, I'm really getting tired of this generalization of all of us. Okay. And the generalization that I'm speaking about is that uh, we apparently can't find the clip. So, to those of you that don't know where that is, I just want to give you a hint. It's like at the top, but not really at the top. And it looks like a very small doorbell. You touch that. Bing. Guess what? might just open and that door might appreciate you for knowing where the fuck that is so for those of you that just be out here with these women not giving them a great time they're giving you an amazing time but you're not giving them a great time you need to stop you need to be locked up because you're making it more difficult for the rest of us that know what the fuck we're doing okay i am so tired of seeing all these damn memes about just guys not knowing what the fuck they're doing because now this is generalized Social media's got got everybody fucked up right now. Social media got women thinking that they're the baddest of the bad when half of them I literally see at the same 7-Eleven I'll shop at for some dog food. I don't even know 7-Eleven sells dog food. I just I, I just made that up on the spot. I do go to 7-Eleven though. Okay. Um 7-Eleven in my town makes a mean ass sub. Um but yeah, yeah, I just need y'all guys to to get 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 it fucking together, okay? Tired of this. Doesn't even make no damn sense. Like, how the hell are you just sitting here and, 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 I, like, here's the thing, yo. Like, there's not much work necessarily that needs to be done as a guy when, when it comes to, like, having sex. Like, you're really, it's an in and out motion. Like, you're not doing anything too crazy, right? Unless, unless you're, like, legit, you know, you just, you, if you know what you are able to do and you can do that, then do that. But, 
for those of you that are just, you guys are just like, like if you're just there and you're just getting yours and she gets nothing out of it, do you know what that tells me, yo? You wasted everybody's time. Stay home. You got a hand. You could take care of it in 30 seconds and not even have to worry about communication for the rest of the day. But nah, y'all rather just waste that time and waste a woman's time by giving her some bullshit, some bull dick, and not the size of one either. No, no. Pause if necessary. I mean, it's an animal, so no. What? I don't know. Um, This is such a fucked up podcast right now. Um, But shit, let's see. Uh, What is going on? What is going on? What is going on? Um, let's see, let's see, we are, so because we're in March, right, um, sorry about that, y'all, so we're in March, this year's flown by already, uh, I know it's only been three months into the year, but, you know, by the time, you know, as I'm saying that, time's just flying the fuck by, so, um, let's see, but, um, <clears throat> oh, what, a, uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk to y'all about, um, just, uh, we, we need to really focus on the fact that all these streaming services is fucking me up, bro. There are so many just putting out all this content and I can't take it. Y'all been flooding, y'all been flooding social media with euphoria, okay? And I'm getting tired of it because when I was watching it in the beginning, when it first came out, ain't nobody was on that shit. I was, but I didn't talk about it because I'm not the type of person that's gonna go ahead and talk about every single goddamn show that I watch or ruin it for other people that may have not watched it yet. But here you guys are. You guys made euphoria probably the biggest show on the planet right now, and because of that, now the show is gonna go. Terrible. It's gonna go terrible. This is what happens. Like, remember when Walking Dead, they killed off Glenn, right? They killed off Glenn, and at that moment, it like the moment that he that they killed off Glenn was the moment they killed off probably half of their fan base because the audacity to kill off Glenn. I'm still not gonna forgive him for that. I'm not. Um, let's see. Uh, and Euphoria is going to, I feel like it's going in that direction. Um, if you haven't watched the most recent recent episode, recent season ender, please go ahead and watch it. I won't spoil it for y'all, blah, 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 whatever. So, but basically what I'm trying to say is when big events happen in certain shows, it can honestly make and break a show. Look at Walking Dead. I mean, even though the seasons kept going along, a lot of people that I know that used to be obsessed with it is now to the point of, hey... I am never going to watch the show again. They don't know what's going on at all. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I just, I hope Euphoria doesn't go down that road, but y'all are, y'all are so, y'all are hyping this up so much. I feel like the writers right now are probably tripping. They're like, yo, we cannot do this. Like, how are we going to, how are we going to one up this? Like, how are we going to actually, like, how are we going to really push this show to the point where people are not going to be sick of it or people are not going to hate our decisions that we make 
Um, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much what I wanted to say as far as like the like just certain shows, like big time shows like that. You cannot, you just can't, man. You just can't. There's a lot of risk and reward when it comes to that. Comes to that. So I understand trying to go big, trying to you know trying to go big or go home. But sometimes you want to keep the story continuing without having to make a big decision about a character or a certain plot or adding somebody, removing somebody, things of that nature. So um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What is going on? What is going on? So, um, lately, we have been seeing a lot of random news about Mr. Benzino. Um, I don't know why. I don't, I, I just, I don't know why, bro. Like, Benzino, guy, it's, let's talk, let's talk, okay? Benzino, I need, I need you to, I need you to understand something. Okay, the the beef with Eminem, which I can barely consider it a beef because uh, I know the whole story. Okay, I understand the whole story. I understand the tape that uh, Eminem had uh, back then that he made, and it was a, a really bad tape. It was, you know, he was young, like I think it was like 17, 16, like, and it was basically over. It was him being pissed off at, uh, you know, at, you know, his heart broken by a girl, whatever, right? He he said some shit he should have said. And yeah, that's it. Ever since the sauce dropped from Eminem, a diss towards Benzino, amongst a lot of other disses, because they did go back and forth, and a lot of other uh, uh, instances happened within that uh, within that time period of back in the early two thousands. Um, Benzino has tweeted out, uh, "I'm banned from Twitter, from Twitter." Um, by the way, so I am not on Twitter. But Benzino tweeted out that uh, he would beat any Eminem fans' ass, uh, and he gave him an address to pull up at. Now I don't know if Benzino understands. Eminem made a song called "Stan." That word "Stan" has been used to describe a overly obsessive fan of a hip hop and well, any artist. Period. Right? Are you sure you want to do that, Benzino? I mean, listen, I know you don't got a neck, but that don't mean you don't have a brain. Fam, you're going to call out the people that literally were described as some of the most overly obsessive fans in all of music? Like, there's, there was a guy that literally that, that went in Eminem's house. Like, and just sat there. Like, that's a stand. You don't think a motherfucker's going to pull up on you and fight you for somebody that they don't know? Personally, yeah, I think they will do that. As a matter of fact, like you guys are nuts, Benzino. Who's in your camp? From what I understand, your own daughter don't even like your music, my guy. This is not cool. You're literally dragging on something that M doesn't even give a flying fuck about. And don't I don't want nobody to tell me, um. That Benzino is like a gangster or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. The man literally made a video, a music video, him shirtless, 
basically rubbing on himself trying to sing. It's terrible. He's god awful. Last time I heard him rap was literally the last time I ever heard him rap. Who like who is okay in this? I've I've, I've listen. I've been in those clubhouse rooms. I've been in those clubhouse rooms listening to your dumbass talk. I've been listening to you and other dudes that I won't even mention because I can't stand them. But you, 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 you are dragging on a beef for more than 20 plus years. This is an issue. An issue, my guy. This is a problem. Actually, not 20 plus years because it's 2022. So it'll be like almost 20 years. Well over a decade. And yet here you are. Talking about possibly fighting Eminem fans. Now, uh, earlier I mentioned I was banned from Twitter, but that did not mean I, uh, that does not mean that I haven't, you know, said certain things that I've kept on Twitter. Like I've, I've screenshot some things. That uh, one particular one that relates to Benzino, which is perfect, right? It was me tweeting out, uh, and I didn't at him at all. I didn't. I just typed his name, right? I didn't at him. I said. Eminem said, quote, I'll, f- uh, I'll fight you on probation while I'm on probation, end quote, right? It was in a song. And then I stated, Benzino did nothing after that. He just sat in his office and yelled. Benzino then responds to me and tells me, as a matter of fact, let me find this damn thing because uh, technology is great on iPhones uh, and I can easily find it in my photos uh, so that way I can give you guys a better um, breakdown. Okay, so I said Eminem told Benzino he'd fight him while on probation and Benzino ain't do shit but yell from his office. Listen, <laughs> I, I get a response probably not even a minute later, right? Um... Actually, no, it was like a day later, I believe. No, it had no, it wasn't, it wasn't, no, because I see the other response, and it was five minutes in between that. This man's literally, so this man literally looks up his name to find out who's talking about him. So when I said Eminem told Benzino he'd fight them, he'd fight him on, while on probation, and Benzino ain't do shit but yell from his office, he says, and I quote, really? I would beat the fuck out of Marshall. And I responded to him. I said, "You search your name for a, you search your name a lot and talk a lot for someone that got bodied." He tells me, "Suck a dead man, you pussy. I'll body you, fam." This was back in this was two years ago, two years ago, September eighth, two thousand and twenty. Okay, I so Benzino. Nobody is afraid. Of somebody that searches their own name and then argues with random people on the internet in regards to a beef that guess what had music come from that beef that is dope I listen to the sauce quite often and uh, uh, bully bully is one of my favorite songs from M uh, and that that was perfect perfectly suited for you because all you did was you sat and you twirl until you spiral into a rage that's all you did he just sits and he swirls and he just spins and he hurls into himself in a rage. Like something like that. I forgot what M said. But um, yeah, no. This is ridiculous. The fact that you can hold on a grudge, that's not even a grudge. Because I believe a grudge would have to be between both parties, right? Like, it's this is a one-sided affair. 
This doesn't even make sense, to be honest. Um, let's see. I, I need to find the damn news article that really... <clears throat> um, um, shout out to Rihanna, um, who's pregnant. Uh, ASAP Rocky, uh, I, I am... Mm, uh, let's say I'm like every other man on the planet right now, and I really wish I was you. How about that? Okay? How about that? Um, let's see. Where is this goddamn article at, bro? Where is this? Um, T.I. is doing stand-up comedy. That's new. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess hip-hop coincides with comedy just because you had to have a, a certain plan of attack. You have to, uh, you know, cater to a crowd. There's crowd control. Um, Let's see. Okay. All right. So, apparently, uh, TK Kirkland, um, who was on a Vlad TV interview, uh, they were talking about this, about T.I. being a stand-up comic and TK Kirtland uh, stated that if he if TI stays with it he could actually really he could become decent in like seven eight nine years because all it takes is practice um, now as far as him not being as good right that's not gonna matter because he has a whole bunch of fans so he has that uh, type of cachet with him I do need to um, I need I need to definitely check out Ti's work when it comes to stand up because I got to see if he's actually going to be committed to this because stand up comedy is not really ironically enough it's not a joke he needs to be able to really nail delivery when it comes to delivering his jokes because we know as a rapper that's really important but as a comedian that's even more important right because this is it's, it's live you can't there's no there's no let's do another take. Right, you're just you're just up there, and you have to be able to take it out. Um, <clears throat> let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. I'm not gonna even touch on this whole Kim and Kanye thing anymore. I'm so done with these two. They're just annoying as hell. This like they're just annoying as shit. Um. <clears throat> Why? Okay, see, there's just certain things. We need to stop ignoring UFO shit. I'm getting tired of going through uh, articles and they just subtly say some shit. Like right now, I just like, go through an article. Extraterrestrial relic was in King Tut's tomb and scientists just proved it. Huh? Huh? So, Okay. Here's I'm, I'm going to read this uh, article, and it came from, ironically enough, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, this was published uh, March 1st uh, by Dave Basner, is the uh, uh, writer of this article. So uh, let's uh, let's begin here. So, um, along with jewels, weapons, and gold, there was a strange item found in King Tutankhamun's tomb, a dagger. It wouldn't have been such a perplexing find, except the knife boasted technology that wasn't actually seen in Egypt until 500 years 
after King Tut died. The dagger had no rust on it, and it was made from iron, which Egyptians didn't discover until centuries later. So where did the dagger come from? Well, scientists think now think that the metal, it came from space. I'm looking actually at the dagger, and this doesn't seem like something I would ever see in a tomb. Now, I've been to museums and such. Anytime they show us weapons from, you know, e like ancient Egypt, uh, ancient Africa, you know, just around those time periods where it was, well, I don't even think you can even call it Africa at that time, but in ancient Egypt, you didn't have these, you know, um, you didn't have these type of uh, daggers, and it, apparently, so the, uh, the Journal of Meteorotics and Planetary Science features an article for researchers at the Chiba Institute of Technology that, at, that asserts that the dagger's metal originated originated in a meteorite. They explain that the iron show high percentages of nickel and cobalt, which strongly suggests an extraterrestrial origin. It turns out a meteorite did hit the planet a little before Tut's time, landing about 150 miles away from Alexandria and containing similar levels of cobalt and nickel. What? Bro. That's insane. And apparently now you can actually go see the dagger at Cairo's Egyptian Museum now. I don't know about y'all, but I am I am a huge believer in um, in uh, extraterrestrials, uh, UFOs, um, you know, just just overall alien life and things of that uh, things of that nature. So I am super excited whenever I hear these type of news because there's no way you could think that we're, we're alone and I feel like we're getting more and more clues and my only gripe is the more clues that we find right where does it lead to like what's the end game here are we trying to see these things are we trying to meet with them are we trying to are we going to try to uh, negotiate some type of universal treaty you know, it's there's a lot of things that kind of come into play, and I know it's a little out there, but when you're in a situation where it's like, okay, something was here, it's not here, but we see it, but we can't get it, it's kind of odd. So there's got to be some type of endgame. There's got to be a way to, to get in contact with these beings and figure out, why do you keep coming back here? What is the point? Why are you here? Why did you want to be here? There's literally an infinite amount of universes, yet you're here. Why? And that's the big question. Why? Not how. Why? Because I wouldn't understand. But then again, I almost, uh, uh, um, it's like, it's like if a, it's like when somebody travels to a brand new Let's, let's say you're from your city guy, right? You've never seen certain animals before in your life. And then you go out to uh, a rainforest. At that moment, you are seeing basically alien life to you. Now you're just there to study. Is that what they're doing? Are they just studying us and just seeing, all right, you know, they've... They have emotions. They they, they talk. Uh, social media is a big thing. They like to take pictures of themselves. They, um, you know, all these type of things that you could that you could list off, and yet none of that is as interesting as what they probably would do. Um. So I'm wondering 
what I'm wondering what they want like out of that like what do they need from us do they need information do they want to find out what to yeah like they like do they want to find out what we what we do like as far as like what our existence is about because i i mean if they want to find that out <laughs> good luck i still don't know either i mean i have an idea but i don't know but um yeah i mean just more and more ufo cases keep popping up and it's just something that it's just something that's crazy to me like what do you do how do you how do you explain that to people like once you find it once we get in contact at some point or they contact us what happens like how do you even explain that to the, to the masses like yo we just found alien life and uh, we're gonna go to Applebee's 2 for 20 like I, no like we're not doing that it's ridiculous you wouldn't want to do that at least you don't know you don't know at all my dog is literally trying to like attack my face um but yeah it's it's just crazy to me bro it's it's crazy to me like the fact that we constantly get all these clues from so many different places of extraterrestrial items um signatures uh uh you know things that are below sea level that just seem odd um just all these type of things that that kind of just clue us in that we are definitely not alone bro we are definitely not alone um but yeah that's that's my uh that's my ufo ish rant uh because there's always some type of ufo um moves uh happening da, 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 da. uh shout out to uh i'm gonna transition back to basketball for a quick second because there's a quote from charles bark uh um uh, not Charles Barkley. I'm sorry, Charles Oakley. Uh, shout out to Charles Barkley. You're the, you're like the funniest person ever on TNT. It's just ridiculous. Um, Isaiah Thomas, uh, which uh, is not the Isaiah Thomas that used to play for the Boston Celtics, but shout out to him. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, as in Isaiah Thomas, are the bad boy Pistons. All right, the ones that literally had to make Michael Jordan become Michael Jordan. All right, so. He destroyed Charles Oakley over his Giannis take. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a freaking beast, right? So apparently, Charles Oakley thinks that if Giannis was to go back, like if let's say we transported Giannis and just dropped him into the '90s for basketball, that he would have—he uh, basically would, you know, not be able to do anything. Like he—he he would get stopped. Like all the stuff that he's doing now wouldn't work back then. Isaiah Thomas says. In response to that, that dude would dog you every single time. Fam, that is a thousand percent right. There is not one person ever in the history of the NBA besides Shaquille O'Neal that has displayed this type of dominance within the key, within the post, like Giannis is doing right now. Charles Oakley, I love you. You are a New York Nick legend. Okay? You are a New York legend. You deserve your flowers every single time you you, you grace uh, Madison Square Garden if you're even back. Because I understand that uh, James Dolan went ahead and basically banned you from the arena. I don't know if that's still going on. And if it is, that's BS. So, with that being said, though, Mr. Oakley, sir, 
No. No. You would you you would definitely get dogged by Giannis. You would get you it would be bad. It 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 would be bad. He called Giannis today's Ralph Sampson. What? Like what? Giannis is gonna like like Giannis is gonna basically go crazy on him. Like Giannis would just tear everybody up. It doesn't that that like Giannis would literally just go crazy on that core back in the nineties. It wouldn't even be a it wouldn't be a problem for him. He's just too much of a beast. Uh, and shout out to John Morant for literally just being one of the he's one of the most explosive players I've seen since prime D Rose. Shout out to D Rose. Um so yeah. Um but that's 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 it. that's it for sports. I'm not gonna hop back on sports. Um uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. What is going on? What is going on? What is going on? Um, damn. Oh, shout out to them. All right, two women were switched at birth, and a DNA test told them that after 55 years. Ain't that crazy? That's gotta really piss. That would piss me off. Like, how the fuck was I switched at birth? Um, yeah. Uh, science tech. Uh, shout out to Apple. They're just they stopped selling products in Russia. Pretty much a lot of people are just stopping selling products in Russia in general because of the situation going on. Um, uh, little little Dirk and NBA YoungBoy ha- has a big beef going on. Hopefully nobody's losing their lives in that situation because why the hell is that worth that? Um, and why did everybody? Why did everybody pass on Drake, man? I'm seeing way too many stories now about that. Like, a lot of people really did pass on Drake as far as signing him. And Lil Wayne's the only one that was smart enough to do that? Jesus Christ. Like, imagine just just not signing... Well, Fat Joe hasn't always brings up him not signing Eminem. He's had, like, eight chances to sign him uh, back then. And that just did not happen. He was That was a terrible, terrible decision. Um, let's see. Damn. You spent four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is why people shouldn't go on the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette. Um. But yeah. So that's pretty much. Uh, that's gonna be the show for today. Um. I hope everybody's doing well. You know. Um. I promise I'm gonna be back on track. I, I apologize. I just had. You know. I just wasn't feeling well. But I'm here now. I'm here now, and um, I'm back in the fold. I'm probably. I'm actually gonna record tomorrow, more than likely. So. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Um, but uh, with, the, with that being said, I will check y'all on the next episode. I'm out.